You're listening to the Her Leadership Coach Podcast for the quietly determined career woman who's looking to step up into her first or next level leadership role. If you're looking to make a bigger, more positive difference in your organization, you've come to the right place. Well, hello, welcome in. It's Rochelle. On today's episode of Her Leadership Coach, we're going to be talking about the difference between being a know-it-all and a learn-it-all, and why it's harder than you think to make this shift. Now, I am recovering from COVID, so uh, it's been about 10 days now. Most of the symptoms are gone, um, the headache is excruciating, and I still have a bit of a <clears throat> going on. So if my voice is croaky, that is why I apologize in advance, and I will try and keep the humming to a minimum. For those of you that haven't heard, I launched the Her Leadership Way Manifesto a few weeks back. It's a simple, printable guide. It just helps to keep you focused on the three principles and nine shifts that form the foundation for being a leader from the inside out. Now, if you don't have your copy yet, you'll find a link in today's show notes or look, feel free to send me a message and I'll get it sent to you any way that you like. As a quick overview, though, for those of you that don't have it yet, the three guiding principles for next level leaders are we ask powerful questions, we take 100% responsibility, and we give grace to ourselves and others. So this season, season two of the Her Leadership Coach podcast, we're going to be going into each of the nine mindset shifts, as well as the three principles. So you can get a deeper understanding of each of them. And I want you to start to put them to use in your leadership journey. Today, we're looking at one of the supporting shifts for We Ask Powerful Questions, which is we need to move from a know-it-all to a learn-it-all. Now, I know that phrase, know-it-all, it's not great, right? It brings up pictures of insufferable people who just love the sound of their own voice. You can probably think of one right now. That guy that's always talking over the top of you or dismissing your ideas or making you feel less than is not the greatest, right? However, there's a lot more nuance to being a know-it-all, at least in the way I define it in that mindset kind of way. So I think I'm safe to say we've all had a know-it-all mindset at some stage, if not many stages of life, and probably we still do. I'm counting myself among this we. Here's just a few examples of when I have had a know-it-all mindset. I remember when I hit 30, so we're talking a while back now, and back then, I was convinced I finally had life figured out. Um, I was running a business that I loved and doing the things that I were helping my personal growth. And I wondered why everyone else couldn't see how easy it was to just do the things that you love. Never mind that I never made any real money from the business. Uh, and, you know, within a year, realized that, no, I did not finally have life all figured out. There was a time when I was sent on a productivity course, a time management course at work, and the trainer started covering something I'd learned years earlier around the urgency and importance quadrant, if you've heard of it. 
I rolled my eyes and just tuned out because I'd heard it all before, right? Then there's another time when I first started getting interested in politics. Again, we're talking a while back now. And at that time, I decided, well, everyone who has a different opinion than me was an idiot. I wonder if any of those sound familiar to you. Here's a few other things you might be saying or doing that could be an indication you're sitting in a know-it-all mindset. So it might be that you're listening to someone else going on thinking, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Now, of course, you might be right or you might just believe you're right. You might be thinking, well, I've been doing this forever, so I'm the expert here. They call me a subject matter expert for a reason. I don't need other people's opinions or advice on this. It might be that you're thinking that in the context of listening to customers. Let me give you a quick example of this one. One of the things I do at work is run design thinking workshops. And design thinking, if you haven't heard of it, it's all about talking to your customers first so you can be sure that the thing you're developing is the right solution for the right problem. You want to check that the problem you're solving is even a problem in the first place. So we had an, a course coming up and we'd advertise it in the employee newsletter. And I overheard this guy who's a, one of the younger guys in HR talking about it. He clearly had no idea who I was because he was talking quite loudly and I was quite nearby. So he was saying, well, I don't know why we need to do this design thinking stuff. It's my job to know what my customers want. If I have to ask them, I'm not very good at it, am I? Um, which was fascinating to me. But his customers were us, his employees, the employees for the company. And I can tell you, I don't know how many HR departments you've uh, had in your organization that have, you know, fulfilled all of the needs of employees. Uh, but I haven't been in one yet. Not that they're not trying um, but I can tell you this guy did not know what his customers wanted. He knew what he wanted as a young white cis guy and he wasn't interested in finding out what others not like him wanted because he knew it all, right? I wonder if you've ever seen someone make an assumption that a solution is the right one only to find out later on no one used it or even wanted it. I know I have done that. Okay, another example that you might be practicing that is a little bit of a know-it-all mindset, and this is, I think, all of us, is when we're listening to respond rather than to hear. And even though as a coach, I have learned to actively listen, outside of the coaching context, I'm still often really guilty of thinking about what I want to say next rather than taking the time to hear the person and letting what they've said digest and then thinking about how I want to respond to it. It's like we're afraid of this silence. It's like we can't have silence in our conversations. Uh, another thing you might be thinking, feeling, is feeling threatened when someone disagrees with you. And so you try and make them wrong often, either out loud or in your head. And I'll talk about that a little bit more shortly. Um, or you might 
not like to admit when you're wrong or you make mistakes. How often do we sweep them under the carpet, pretend it never happened, never mention the topic again? Being a know-it-all or having a know-it-all mindset is about assuming you have nothing to learn in a particular area, even an area you're an expert in, because things are always changing. Even an area you have already been taught, because as you grow and have different experiences, things you've been taught previously can take on new meaning if you're willing to listen for it. Even an area you have experienced for yourself, because your experience might make you an expert on your experience, doesn't make you an expert on anybody else's. So as a leader on the inside, you want to leave room for more, right? More understanding of other people's lived experiences, more opinions and voices of diversity, more knowledge as things shift and change and as you shift and change. So with a learn-it-all mindset, you find you are more open to new ideas and approaches, which leads to more innovation and creativity, which is a great skill set for a leader. You are open to seeking out new perspectives, and that fosters a culture of collaboration with your team and outside of your team. And there, there becomes this mutual respect because you're, you're listening, right? You're um, you're open to it. You are better equipped to adapt when you know more things, when you learn more things, when you listen to more things. And that makes you better able to lead others through an ever-changing world. You will, you are, as a learner, demonstrating humility and a willingness to grow and improve, which that inspires others to do the same. I've seen this in action at work. In fact, we talk out loud often about how we protect our learning time, how we make mistakes, how we listen to others, and we find that it inspires others to do the same. And finally, as a learn-it-all mindset, with a learn-it-all mindset, you're more likely to have a diverse range of skills and knowledge, and that can be really helpful in solving complex problems and making informed decisions. And I think generally, we all want to do this, right? We all want to have a learn-it-all mindset. And oftentimes we do. Sometimes we might think we do, but there's definitely room for improvement. So what gets in the way? Well, the answer is fear. There's fear of judgment, if we don't prove how knowledgeable we are or we're asking questions, we have this fear that people will think we're stupid. And there's a fear of disconnection. Let me explain this one a little more because that might seem a bit strange from a, a know-it-all to a learn-it-all. Best-selling author and just all-round amazing human being, Brene Brown, in her book, Atlas of the Heart, she says, shame is the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love, belonging, and connection. So 
when someone disagrees with us, when someone challenges our expertise, it's all too easy to take that personally, to think to ourselves, we are flawed. And when that happens, our lizard brain kicks in. That's the oldest part of our brain that's wired to keep us safe from danger, right? Because if we're unworthy of belonging, if we're unworthy of connection, we might just get kicked out of the village and be left to fend off that saber-toothed tiger for ourselves. And so our brain says, danger, you're, you're, you don't belong, you're not connecting in this instance. And so we go into that fight, flight, freeze, or fawn mode. And fawn's one of the newest ones to be added to this. So what that means is when someone disagrees with us or challenges our expertise, we might bite, right? We might argue with them, get into a full-on argument. We might walk away in the moment, just leave, not even engage at all. Uh, and, and then oftentimes try never to see them again. Not that that's often possible at work, but uh, we might shut down completely and just let them talk all over us. Or we might fawn. And that is where we might pretend we completely agree with them just to make sure they like us, even though secretly we think they couldn't be more wrong. So that is where the fear of disconnection can stop us from learning. So a big part of our journey into leadership is to work on decreasing our fears so we stop letting our lizard brain take over. And this is part of the work we do in the Accelerate Your Leadership Academy. Before we wrap up for today, I want to call out the appearance of a complication to this issue of moving from a know-it-all mindset to a learn-it-all mindset, to move from the expert to asking questions. And that complication is that there is a body of research out over the last few years that shows that there is more onus on women to prove themselves at work and even outside of work, whereas men are judged on potential. So that means that we have to show that we are clever and good at working and men just have to say, yes, I will be in the future. Seems unfair, is unfair, um, no doubt about it. Many systemic changes need to happen. However, we, we think that if we're asking questions and listening to others' perspectives, leading to a shift of our own perspective, perhaps, maybe we're causing issues for ourselves. Maybe we're not proving ourselves at work. And to that I say, well, no. Because this mindset shift is not about saying you're not an expert, right? You can still be an expert. You probably should be an expert because that's what helps give us our confidence in our work. However, it's about knowing you are an expert and allowing space for new information. It's not about agreeing with everyone and constantly saying you're wrong. It's about letting go of that tight grip we have on our beliefs and having the strength and the courage 
to shift those beliefs when we get new information, when it makes sense to do so. I believe it is entirely possible to prove your abilities are amazing, and they are, and to prove you have the strength and courage to learn. I hope you can see that for yourself as well. Thanks for joining me this week. If you want to continue the conversation about shifting from a know-it-all mindset to a learn-it-all mindset or being a leader from the inside out, why not join us in the Women in Leadership Facebook group? You'll find the link to that show that in the show notes as well. We really have such a great community in there. It's very exciting. If you got value out of this episode, I would love it if you could share it with others. And of course, if you've been listening to podcasts for any amount of time, you'll know that rating the show and leaving a review helps others find the show. And I really would appreciate it. I know it takes time and our platforms, our podcast platforms don't make it all that simple, but you can do it. Um, I really would appreciate it. Until next week, continue to lead the way her way.